Please listen carefully. So I'm here with John Dobbs Alecki, aka Dobbs, um, and we are going to talk about his fitness journey. John, you and I, so we were in uh, Tennessee doing a habitat trip in yeah. college together, right? Yeah, a long time ago. That was uh, Maryville, Tennessee. Yep. And yep. I distinctly remember you carrying these crazy heavy shingles up <laughs> to the roof, like Literally, it must have been, what, 50 pounds a piece? I think they were 50 pounds or so, 40, 50 pounds. And you had them slung over your shoulder, actually almost like they were nothing, but you just like were a workhorse. It was like super impressive. Because the other people on our trip, including myself, were were not that um, adventurous. I mean, yeah. I think I took up a couple shingle packets, but like it was quite a task to get up there. So. Yeah, I I, rem- I do remember that, and I remember almost falling off the ladder a few times, which was also <laughs> pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, but you just put your head down and worked. It was impressive. It was cool. So yeah, so we were we. That's how I think we met, right? I don't. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we really knew each other before that. Um, so I think maybe you are our like counselor or whatever. For the yeah, network. I was your I was advisor. Yeah. Yeah, advisor for that trip or something like yes. that that we led. I was um, uh, I was supposed to be the adult on the trip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not that uh, not that I probably took, acted it. Took so good yeah. care of us. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, um, man, you have such a such a story in terms of um, uh, fitness and nutrition, and I've been seeing your your posts on Facebook and um, seeing how we you lost this ton of weight, and so I want to talk about all that um, to the point where you know it's kind of leading you in this, you know, um, career direction of helping others, which is super cool. Um, so I think we just were chatting back and forth on Instagram and just figured out that we should probably just chat and record it and get other people all amped up about changing their lives. If that's something they feel like they need to as well. So let's, let's dive into it. Talk about, um, talk about where you grew up. Um, I, I think I remember you growing up abroad, but, um, why don't you, kind of talk about how you grew up, what kind of kid you were, all that good stuff. Sure. Um, so I actually grew up in, I would say I grew up in Pennsylvania for the okay. first, you know, 15 years or so of my life. Um, and then my parents, we, my dad got moved to Hong Kong. Um, so our family followed. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was in high school. <clears throat> so I'm growing up, at, I, I'm from actually that area. Um, I went to Unionville. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, somewhat, somewhat around you guys. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like Westchester and, area. Yeah. Westchester. Yep. Um, we lived right in Westchester. Cool. Um, and grew up there, um, probably spent like 15, 16 years, um, in Pennsylvania. Um, then moved abroad to Hong Kong, um, moved there in high school. Uh, I went to Malvern prep for like a year, year and a half, mm-hmm. then went to Hong Kong, um, Went to Hong Kong International School, um, which was, I mean, tough, but um, 
you know, I was, I was worried going into it, but I trusted my parents. Um, it was the right decision. And I mean, I never looked back really. I, I think that helped to like shape, you know, part of my personality and, and how I feel about, um, working hard and, and adapting to change and stuff like that. So, um, growing up, I mean, I was always overweight. My whole family, uh, was, was overweight. Um, and you know, like growing up stinks being overweight, you get made fun of and all that stuff. Um, so it's interesting to like reflect back on those things, um, and think about how those sort of motivate me to, you know, um, work out harder or eat better or, or things like that. So when you say overweight, um, do you remember any numbers from when you were like a teenager, uh, like how much you weighed or, um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'd say when I was in like middle school, I was probably like 180 pounds. And how tall uh, are you? Uh, I'm six one now. Uh, I was definitely shorter then. Got it. Um, so I want to say, like, I distinctly remember like 180 pounds um, when I was like in grade school, middle school. So hmm. um, I was overweight, but. Um, I, I don't think that I was like, I got extremely overweight until I'd say like freshman year of college. Okay. Um, so always overweight, always had a belly and stuff like that. Um, but I was very active. I mean, I played lacrosse in middle school. Um, I did football. Um, you know, when we moved abroad to Hong Kong in high school, I helped start a lacrosse team over there. Oh, cool. Um, so I've always been like active and always been, um, you know, a self-starter and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, so. and, and in football, size is a good thing, right? Yeah. So, that, <laughs> but that's uh, you know, everybody wants to be a quarterback or a wide receiver. I was like a, a tackle, right? Got it. Got it. Um, and so yeah, so I mean, I was always overweight, and then high school, you know, I thought that actually moving to Hong Kong would be awesome because it's, it's a big city. You take public transportation everywhere. You walk everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'd take off some weight. I, I think probably around high school, I was probably about 300 pounds, I'd say. Um, maybe like 295, something like that. Um, you know, I'd probably go up to like 320 and then take some weight off to like 300. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summers, I mean, my, and again, like I said, my family is all overweight. We've always been struggling with weight. Um, during the summer, like we'd go to New Hampshire, um, where my parents had, had like a summer house. Um, we'd come back from Hong Kong or when we were here, we would go up there and we'd always join like Weight Watchers. Um, and we did Weight Watchers and we'd go to the meetings and count the points and all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, you go and you weigh in, and then you lost five pounds, and then you're like, we're going to go out and celebrate, and we're going to eat, you know, hamburger and fries and stuff like that. So, um, you, I mean, I think a lot of people can, like, relate and teeter-totter with um, weight and be on every diet and on work. And, um, but you, you went know, as a family, which is a little bit different than other folks. Um, especially for a, a teenage guy, right? Like that's just a, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people out there where, you know, um, where the family is overweight, but, um, it's interesting that you went and uh, addressed it or, you know, attempted to address it as a family. Yeah. 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 Well, and I mean, we'd openly talk about like 
how we were going to do this and set goals together and stuff like that. So, Got it. And did you find that Weight Watchers worked, um, that it didn't work? Uh, you know. So, I mean, it, I think it works. And I, I personally believe that any diet that you do, like, quote, diet, um, whether it's an eating plan or meal plan or Weight Watchers or keto or, you know, Atkins or whatever, I think any diet will work. Mm-hmm. And I think they all work. But it's just a matter of how you're going to stick to them and how well you'll stick to them. Because right. the goal is, right, to reduce calories to <clears throat> a level that you're burning more than you take in. And ultimately, you'll lose weight. Um, you know, it's, it's pure energy balance. But other things affect that, like hormones and genes and stress and, right. um, you know, environment and the types of food you eat. So, like... It's not as easy as in and out, but I mean, I, I think any diet will work to a point and you might hit a plateau and then you really need to look at while well, your hormones are off or your genes off, you know, do you have to do a different type of eating? Um, right. Do you have to take calories down? Do you have to take them up and then down? Right. So from a, from a pure, like, will it work? I, I mean, I think it will work. Um, I, I know a lot of people that like Weight Watchers. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really restrict any foods, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that concept I kind of like. But at the same time, like, if you're um, – a lot of people don't know if they're, like, allergic to – well, maybe not allergic, but sensitive to gluten or sensitive to certain vegetables or sensitive to da- dairy until they cut it out. Right. Um, and so, like, a plan like Weight Watchers may not, you know, uncover some of that stuff that could make you feel like – not as good. Sure, sure. Yeah, and uh, just to be clear that we are not officially reviewing Weight Watchers, but uh, yeah, I just wanted <laughs> to see if that uh, if you found that effective to be what you're feeling. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, by the time you got to college, so you did some Weight Watchers, but it sounds like you were kind of up and down roller coaster. Um, yep. And then by the time you got to college, um, you were what around 300 pounds. Yeah, I'd, I'd say probably like 320 or so um, okay. when I got to college. Um, and then, so freshman <laughs> freshman year, I mean, everybody talks about the freshman 15, but mm-hmm. mine was more like freshman 50 to 75. Um, and, I, I mean, it's, you know, I played rugby, um, which was a great group of guys and stuff like that. Um, and so I was still active, but... You know, you, you get to college and you drink and you eat and you order pizza at night and right. all that stuff. And so, all you know, they had unlimited all-you-can-eat dining halls. And so even then, like, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to start a diet on Monday. And but this whole weekend, I'm going to gorge and eat and drink stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do Atkins, but then I'm going to drink beer. And that doesn't really work. Right, right. So... Um, did you work, so you played rugby, did you work out, did you go to the gym at all? Yeah, here and there, I I would say, um, you know, I, I, oh, actually, I mean, to kind of take a step back through high school and everything, I, I was always working out, I lifted weights, um, my actual, like, high school senior project was, um, another buddy and I did a, like, like, the project was on weightlifting. So we did nice. a demo with like bench pressing and like circuit training and you know lifting weights and and showed like 
you know, the kettlebell swings, you know, before kettlebell swings were popular. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, so anyway, and I kept that going and, and I would go and I would lift weights and stuff like that. And I mean, I've always enjoyed lifting weights. I've always loved having a heavy bench press and stuff like that. But I, you know, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this and you, you and I both know that, um, that's only like half of the, half of the, um, half the equation. You gotta, you gotta lift weights. You gotta, um, also do cardio Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a quarter, like it's lift weights, cardio, and then food. Sure. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'd go, I'd do benches, I'd, I'd put up, you know, heavy weight. I didn't really like squatting because I don't think anybody really likes squatting um, unless you do CrossFit. <laughs> um, so I didn't do any legs, and I knew I should have done legs, and I'm like, they're the biggest, you know, the biggest muscles in your body, so you should really work them. Um, and they'll burn more fat, but I mean, I would lift, um, I would do like a little jogging here or there, but like, you know, carrying around 375 to plus pounds, um, running and stuff like that, it's, it's tough and it's, it's not fun. Um, but you know, I played rugby. I really did it cause I liked rugby. Um, I liked the, the camaraderie, um, so, you know, I'd, I'd get a, we'd have practice, I think, two or three times a week. Um, and then we had games on Saturdays. Um, and so, you know, stayed active. Right. Um, for the first couple of years. So, um, so I would say I did Weight Watchers. So this was interesting. And I wrote a post about this, I think, a while back. But um, between freshman and sophomore year of college, um, I did Weight Watchers that summer, and I also worked at Walmart as an overnight stalker, um, just to, to make money. Sure. Um, I didn't have an uh, internship or anything like that, but um, so we did Weight Watchers. I did it with my family, and I, I remember my weight uh, the first day they like took it, and I, I was, this was shocking, was 397 pounds. What did you think um, you were going to be at? I mean, I think I, I thought it was all around like 370, 360, 350. And, you know, I mean, I guess a better story would have been like 399.9. But, um, yeah, but like it just shocked me. And I'm like, three, 396 is, is basically 400 pounds. Right. Um, right. So, you know, that summer I, I was like, all right, we got to, I got to buckle in. I got to do this. Um, and, you know, I didn't really realize it, but, like, I got the job at Walmart as an overnight stalker. And you're lifting boxes, you know, you're cutting open containers, you're moving pallets. And that, I mean, that's functional fitness right there. I mean, for your everyday life, lift, lifting things up and um, putting things on shelves. And <clears throat> I wasn't perfect on Weight Watchers. I mean, there were times when I stopped at, at Taco Bell on the way home after a long night or went out for lunch there and, um, you know, got, got fast food or whatever, but like I was just moving all day long. Um, and the weight kind of sh- shed it off. Hmm. So I think over that summer, I probably lost 40 pounds or so. Wow. Um, and then, you know, I had established some routines. I had, I joined Planet Fitness. Um, I was starting to like do elliptical more, kept up with the weights. Um, so I came back sophomore year about 
let's call it like 350 or so. Um, and, you know, felt a little bit better. <clears throat> but you get back to school and you, you know, you order pizza and all that stuff. But, like, I was a little bit better. I, I think I had started to dial it in, started to figure things out. Um, sophomore year. So mm -hmm. then sophomore year, um, the spring semester studied abroad in China. Um, so that was great. Um, lots of walking around and once again, like city living, um, taking public transportation everywhere. Uh, you're a poor college student. So it was just, you know, eating at the dumpling shop down the street and, and things like that. And I mean, the food there, I, you could you could probably make it healthy, healthy-ish, but um, in, in Asia, a lot of food is it has to be cooked because like the vegetables you can't eat raw vegetables in in China, um, and this is ten years or twelve years ago. Um, so even like like today, I'd go to Shanghai and I'd have a salad, no problem. Mm -hmm. But um, twelve years ago or so, you want everything cooked. Um, so and you know bottled water and only that stuff. So came back, I probably kept consistent because, you know, once again, like, um, was walking a lot and stuff like that. Um, then came back, uh, that summer I had an internship in Hong Kong and then came back to school junior year and junior year was really like the year that kind of changed everything for me. Um, I walked into, uh, so we were, we were in the apartments, um, on West Campus, and <clears throat> we had a full kitchen. Um, it was me and three roommates, three good friends. Um, and I remember walking in junior year, and I had this, this big box, and I said, this is going to be, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do Nutrisystem. Yep. Um, and, you know, once again, like, <laughs> not to review any of these um, any of these diets officially, but in my opinion, any any diet will work. Yep. It's just how long you stick to it and how you transition out after that. Um, and and, and Nutrisystem, for those yeah. who don't know, Nutrisystem is the, the program that sends you meals, right? Mm -hmm. Frozen meals, and then you they're already packaged, already portioned out, and so you just have whatever is you know allotted to you. Um, yep. So that's what the box was, right? The box of meals. Yep, box of meals. And yep. you add in, like, vegetables, and you add in your own stuff that, like, <laughs> you know, you're not going to like really go overboard on calories if you're adding in a whole bunch of lettuce or, or carrots or whatever. Yep. Yep. So I walk into the apartment <clears throat> with this big box food. Um, and my roommate looks at me and you know, we had been good friends since freshman year of college. He looks at me and he's like, Oh God, <laughs> not another one of these. <laughs> Cause he knew you and he knew that you were on different diets or trying to watch your weight and, yeah. Yep. Got it. And he's like, you're going to do this, you're going to lose a bunch of weight, and then you're going to put it back on, and then mm. you're going to play and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I, I mean... I see a bet coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's, um, you know, I, I don't know what kind of clicked then, but like, that, that first, um, that first month, he said, all right, like, you know, this is some easy money for me. Um, let's bet 50 bucks. Uh, you know, poor college student, like 50 bucks is, is a lot of money. And he's like, I'll bet you $50. You can't do this perfectly for 30 days. So I said, 
all right, you know what? This time's different. I'm going to do it. Um, and so, you know, like we, we did things like, um, I didn't really realize this, but like a few days in, everybody's going out, uh, or going to have some drinks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you can't drink. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm sure that's on the plan. And he's like, no, no, no. So I ended up calling Nutrisystem and got one of their like counselors or whatever. And I was like, is alcohol like on part of this program? Like I would imagine you could just swap it out for like a carbohydrate or something like that. And they're like, well, a lot of people drink. And I'm like, no, no, no. Is alcohol like actually on this program? And they're like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was, that was kind of like the first time that, um, I was like, well, wait a minute. Like maybe, maybe there's something here with like not drinking and, and because drinking has empty calories. It leads you to overeat all those things. Yep. Um, so I think the first month I lost 30 pounds on that. Wow. Um, just by being perfect, strict. Um, it has you at probably 1500 calories a day, maybe 1600, 1700. Right. Uh, with the food you eat. But it's pure, like, caloric restriction, very strict rules, um, and it worked. Um, and so I probably stuck with that for six months or so, and I just kept dropping weight. I mean, I, I got up every single morning and weighed myself, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, the scale kept going down. So that was motivation to just keep going. Um. So I stuck with that for six months and then I started like adding in things like what can I eat like to make myself full, um, came up with tactics like, um, you know, eating a bunch of veggies first and then making dinner, um, having soup and then eating dinner. Um, or sometimes I'd have like when I was on Nutrisystem, if I was like super famished, I'd heat up the Nutrisystem meal cause it was really quick and, mm -hmm. and eat it and then make like, you know, my vegetables and stuff like that. What kind of vegetables would you have? Um, so I'm a big fan. I like um, like broccoli and uh, cauliflower. Those are my favorite. Um, so I'd go to the yeah. – mm -hmm. um, I'd just go get like a frozen bag of like mixed medley, put them in a pan, um, a little bit of like cook – saute them up, put some red pepper in, put some soy sauce, which I'm not necessarily a fan of soy sauce anymore. Um, but it worked for me then. And then sure. put a packet of Splenda. Once again, not a, not necessarily a fan of, of um, sweeteners, but worked for me then. I put those things in a pan, and it tasted exactly like what you get in Chinese takeout without, like, the sugar or anything like that. Got it. Cool. So, um, yeah, so at the same time, so I guess the fitness side, right? That's the nutrition side. Um, and then the fitness side of things um, – I would, I started running mm -hmm. and you know, I, I don't care what people, whether it's jogging or moving fast or shuffling or, or running. Like I, I always think you just call it running if you want to call it running. Um, and you know, I started with a half a mile, like just moving for a half mile, got up to a mile, got up to a mile and a half. Um, and then I'm like, I'm going to enter a 5k. And I think it was, uh, I did it in Philly, um, uh, like either late junior year or early senior year. And it was a four mile out and back run along, um, Boathouse Row. Sure. And that was the first race I did. And, and I was hooked. Um, 
you know, they had, and then they had like pizza and beer afterwards, which I'm like, all right, I guess you, you earn it. Um, so I did that and then also started working in lifting. I've always, you know, I always liked lifting. Um, I started, you know, like this is when like kettlebells started to actually come mainstream and I, I would do like some of the, um, functional movements and, this is when, you know, just like circuit training started to like pick up. Um, and so I do like a run and then I'd hop over and I would do some of the machines and, um, you know, not, not that the machines are great or anything and have full range of motion, but, um, you know, you still, you still work on some certain, um, movements and stuff like that. Um, so I, I mean, I really used like running and, and working out as like a catalyst to like feel good and keep my nutrition in check and, and, um, you know, keep the weight off, I guess. Sure. Did you have a, anyone doing this with you or were you doing the, no, the nutrition piece? I imagine you were doing alone. No one else was doing Nutrisystem. Um, and your buddy obviously made the bet with you, but did you have anyone working out with you? Or running with you? Uh, yeah, so so one of my other roommates entered that race with me. Okay. Um, that first race, and we did it together. Nice. Um, and then I have another buddy um, who we would go to the gym together. Um, and I think for all of my senior year of college, like we probably went to the gym 90% of the time together. Nice. So – one of us would text each other and be like, all right, you know, tonight, or you get in a routine, be like, all right, when are you done classes? Monday would be three o'clock. We'd meet at the gym afterwards. Yep. Um, they just opened, I think, a, a Philadelphia sports clubs or something nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I joined that and then I lived right above the, um, right above the gym at Villanova. So, cool. um, when that was crowded, I got Philly sports clubs when Philly sports clubs when I didn't feel like going that far I'd go downstairs right so what um, so you had done Weight Watchers with your family and kind of yep. yo-yoed back and forth um, and then you had the buddy the running buddy and the gym buddy so and I think that those are all important because generally people do better when they're accountable to someone else and so that's why, you know, whether you call it community or, you know, just a workout buddy or partner, um, more often than not, when there's other people who know that you're doing it and joining you, you're going to be more successful. Um, yeah. But what do you think is the difference between having done it with your family, with the Weight Watchers, and then really like hammering it down and saying, no, I'm going to be more consistent with it or, or do it for a longer period of time. Um, like was it the, the 400 pounds? Was it the fifth, the bet? Um, can, can you pinpoint, you know, why you took it far further yeah. than you normally would have? Yeah. I mean, I really think that it was, um, I finally got fed up with <clears throat> just like, looking different on the outside than how I felt inside. Mm. And that has to do with like, you know, not only like getting around and like I would walk from West campus to main campus, which is like less than a mile. Yep. Um, and I'd be sweating. 
Um, and then I'd get into class and, and I'd sit next to somebody or I'd sit, sit next to an, an attractive girl or something like that. And I'd feel like gross. Um, and so, I mean, internally I was kind of like, I don't, you know, nobody's gonna, gonna like me. I, like I'm amazed. And, and again, this is like the constant internal struggle. Um, but I was like, I'm amazed that, you know, I have such good friends. Um, and so like, I just got tired of, you know, as either being passed up for dates or, um, you know, sweating all the time or just not feeling great on the outside. Sure. Um, and so I just used that as like every time, you know, I'd go like a mile, mile and a half and I'm like, all right, I want to stop. Like, I'd just think about that and be like, you know, why are you doing this? What's your, what's your kind of reason or whatever. Um, so then it can push you a little bit, cool. a little bit harder. And with the running, I know that you kind of dove in head first and you eventually ended up doing a couple marathons, right? Yep. Yeah. I think, um, so I think you ran the Philly one the same year I did. Yeah. That um, would have been, um, 2011, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was, uh, so once I graduated, I'd say I was somewhere around like 210 pounds, 215 pounds. Um, so I'd taken off like from day one, a good like 150, almost 200 pounds. Um, hmm. and when I was training for Philly, I probably took another five, five or 10 pounds off. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, I was working in like Wilmington, Delaware. I had a really set schedule. Like I was working long hours, but I was able to go get into work at eight, leave at five, go work out for an hour or two, then hop back on and do some work, finish things up and, and go to bed. So like, um, you know, I could go run for two hours and, and I was no problem. And I didn't know a heck of a lot of people in Wilmington. So I was like, this is a great time to just cross a bucket list. Um, marathon, uh, you know, cross a marathon off the bucket list. But like, once I said that, I was like, that was like the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, cause running, it's just actually, running. actually running the marathon. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you know, I don't know if bodies are meant to run that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a uh, you had a pretty fast time. Uh, you were because you did a blog post about this. It was what right about four hours, right? Yeah, four oh two. Yeah. Um, my goal at the time, my goal was four hours, but um, well, that's I mean, that's pretty much right there. And that's a for those who have never done a marathon, that's a a very solid time. So kudos to the, to you. And what, so you did Philly and then you did New York. I did New York. Yeah. Um, so I, I've done, I'm looking at my medals over here, but, um, I've probably done 12, 13 half marathons, um, which I like because after like 10 miles, it starts getting a little difficult right. and then you're done. Right. Right. Um, and of course you say that to a crossfitter and they're like 10 miles. <laughs> That's an eternity. Yeah. I don't want to go 400 meters. <laughs> um, but number of half marathons and then did a full, um, did New York in 2016, um, with my wife. Uh, so we, that was right after we got married. Nice. Um, 
And then I just, so she's like, you know, caught the running bug and she wants to do a marathon a year and everything. Oh, wow. But I'm, okay. I'm good for a while. <laughs> How did you meet um, your wife? What's that? How did you How meet did your meet? wife? So she went to Villanova. Um, she's a little bit younger, um, but we actually met out in a, in a bar in Hoboken. Okay, cool. So you met yeah. and you have, you obviously found the Villanova connection and then went from there. Yeah, she'll say friends of friends because I was going to meet a friend there. She was meeting up. She knew who, or her friends knew him. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so that's how we started talking and stuff like that. But okay. I like, I like the bar story. Um, yeah, well, so. both are true, but you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and when, so when you met her, you had already run the Philly marathon. Yep. Uh, now was she working out, uh, or running or doing similar things? Yeah, she, I would say she, um, she was probably, she was running maybe like three days a week, three miles, okay. three days a week. You know, she'd do yoga or, um, go to like spin class here or there. I mean, place like Hoboken, they just have a million things that are <clears throat> either free or your first time's free that you can try out a bunch of things. Right. Um, and I, I think right around when we met, um, we were, I was, I had just started CrossFit. Um, and I was traveling for work. So I started a new role, which was, um, in consulting, started traveling for work. Um, and it's, it's very difficult, um, when you're traveling, um, and working long hours to really keep your eating and even working out and stuff in check. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started at, uh, CrossFit New England, um, which is the oh, Van Bergeron yeah. gym. Yeah. I dropped so, in there as well. It's, I mean, that it was, they're awesome. I, uh, I started there, uh, when I was on a project in Boston and I mean, I was, I was hooked and, um, I really liked it. And so when we met, you know, we, we would go for a run every once in a while or whatever. And we started dating more and I was like, I would, I was at CrossFit New England and then I would drop into a CrossFit in Hoboken, like on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, and uh, so I said to her, I was like, you got to try this. It's awesome. I promise. Mm-hmm. And so I remember she goes and she signs up for like a 10 pack or whatever. And she does the on ramp class. Um, and this isn't the same CrossFit that, that we're at anymore. Um, we, we love the one that we're at now, but it, at this one, you know, like she's like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I can do a box jump. I'm scared to do a box jump it, even at like 12, 18. Mm-hmm, inches, something mm-hmm. like that, and they had basically forced her to like to the point of like like um, tears. And she came home and she's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And I was like, "I don't blame you. Like, I don't, you know, let's let's give it another shot. Let's let's yeah. just try." Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I, like I was I, that left a, a pretty bad taste in my mouth. Hmm. Um, just because I mean, you know, you as a as an owner and coach and stuff, I'm sure. Um. It, you you know this, but like be encouraging, but not like <laughs> force forceful, right? Yeah, uh, it's completely individual, or uh, you know, specific to the individual. Some people need to be pushed, but those are uh, almost never brand new people. Um, yeah. So it always <laughs> yeah, it, it always shocks me when um, when I hear stories about that. Well, 
it it shocks me that it happens, but I'm not surprised when I do hear it because I've heard stories about that and uh, it's unfortunate. So, yeah, but I'm glad. It sounds like you eventually ended up at a box that you really love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, so we went to that one for a little while, um, and then we. So then, then I I just started getting really busy at work, and you know I got promoted and. When you get promoted, you start doing more sales and more traveling and more stress and more hours and all that stuff. And so, um, we we did find uh, we moved in in this process. Um, we found a box up here. We moved to like from Southern Hoboken to Northern Hoboken. Okay. It's only you know a mile away, but um, there's a box right across the street from us. Um, Brazen Athletics. Cool. Um, they're awesome people. Um, we love it there. You know, I mean, she's, she's really got the bug and she goes probably five times a week and runs and she won her first. Um, so she did, we've done, we did one CrossFit competition together and she's done, I think two. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a couple weeks ago in the scale division, she actually won it. Wow. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. So, um, I was really proud of her for that, which is, it's just funny. I said to her, I was like, you know, like, Year two years ago, year and a half ago, like you you wanted to give up, right? Uh, right. But so she she's really crushing it, and you know, so I I mean, with the traveling and all that, I've put weight on, um, really slowly and steadily. Um, I've tried to drop into boxes, and and I love doing that. Um, but you know, my schedule was just so unpredictable and stuff like that. So. I think, I guess it was exactly a year ago or so, um, last December, I was finally like, look, like, you know, I've prioritized work and, and everything else for the last two years, three years, and, and I've gained weight. Um, mm-hmm. it's inevitable. Um, so I finally buckled down and I was like, all right, I'm going to start, um, I'm going to start really like focusing on nutrition and really like going to CrossFit and running and stuff like that. So um, I probably gained 50 pounds or so, 60 pounds, um, that I've taken over the last year or so I've taken off, um, you know, minus mil- maybe a little holiday weight now, but you know, it's, it's, that's bound to happen around Christmas and New Year's. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really just refocusing, reprioritizing, um, you know, I'm, I'm take, I've taken off weight. I'm hitting PRs in the gym. Um, my back squats probably gone up a hundred pounds. Wow. <laughs> in uh in a year or so um what is it now 285 wow 100 pounds is a big jump that's awesome maybe not 100 but well a good amount good amount yeah um and i mean you know it's it's tough to like feel good in crossfit and like super calorie like super restrict your calories right so um really finding that balance between eating and working out um has been uh, <clears throat> a struggle, but but once you find it, um, you know if you have a big weekend where you you have a cheat day or something like that or a cheat meal, usually on Monday you feel good because you have a lot more calories and and you you can push out um, a heavier squat or something like that. Yeah, some people will will intentionally do a uh, a refeed day. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, like cool. So you had this huge transformation i mean you essentially lost 200 pounds mm-hmm. right because you were up at around 400 and now you're down what around 200 yeah i'd say now i'm probably like 
250 or so. Got it. Uh, but the difference, I mean, my I'm wearing clothes that are about the size that size and fit that when I was like 225. Right. Well, because you're now lifting weights, back to lifting weights, right? And exactly. as you know, muscle weighs more than fat, and so your weight might be higher, and blah blah blah. And so, um, yep. yeah. Um, but so for all intent, I mean, huge transformation, um, lots of ups and ups and downs. So yep. this all led to you wanting to help other people, right? Exactly. Yeah. So talk about that. Um, the the curriculum that you've gone through the certifications that you're doing have done and, and are doing and and what this has led to sure so um i so i guess when when i started losing weight the second time <laughs> um and and it was just a matter of reprioritizing my life um i decided that i wanted to you know i was like there's this whole like aspect of this that I really like and do I want to be a personal trainer do I want to be a CrossFit coach what do I want to do okay maybe I want to be like a CrossFit coach or a personal trainer so I started talking to a few individuals about that and then what I started to realize was I was actually really interested in the nutrition part of it mm -hmm. uh, I and and the way I realized it was I always read like men's health or like the CrossFit magazines um or Run, runner's world and stuff like that and i'd always be like the only articles i would read like top to bottom were the um you know nutrition ones or the what what should you eat if you want to lose weight what should you do if you want to improve performance um so i i enlisted enlisted i uh joined a program through institute for integrative nutrition um which is an on, fully online um health coach certification um program I started that last January. Um, I, I'm just, I think I have like a final exam, but, um, I'm just wrapping that up. I'm, I'm almost done that now. Awesome. Um, and you know, that really like springboarded me to be like, okay, so like health coaching is cool. I really like these concepts. They really teach kind of like holistic nutrition, um, which is not the standard, like, okay, you know, plenty of bread is okay. A little bit of protein, um, you know, some vegetables, a little bit of dairy, some fat, stuff like that. No, they they are more so like there's various like eating styles and eating preferences. It's really what works for the individual. How does food make you feel? How much food makes you feel good? Stuff like that. So um, halfway through this program or so, I was um, I was like, I like this, but it just kind of scratches the surface um, of you know, what I can do for people and, and nutrition aspect. Um, and so I, I, um, I wanted to, um, you know, get a little bit deeper. So, uh, I, I joined or I applied to the, um, university of Bridgeport in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have a, uh, you know, holistic nutrition master's program. Um, that's really centered around people who want to make a career transition. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, you have to take three prerequisites. Once you pass those, um, you, you know, you get accepted into the program based on passing those prerequisites. Um, and I think some, uh, a woman who was on your podcast, you know, one of the first ones, she actually went to the same. Uh, Jen Fugo. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gluten-free school. So, and I didn't, you know, I, I, I had no idea um, how popular the school was, but I think you fall, you come across a lot of nutritionists and holistic practitioners, yep. practitioners and stuff like that 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 attended it. Yep. Um, so I, I've started that program, and um, you know, it's it's going to be a long road, but it's it's I think it's an intense two year um, curriculum uh, to graduate with a master's, and then you get your certification. And you're actually you know, a lot of people throw the term nutritionist around, but um, like a master's in nutrition as a, I think, certified nutritional specialist is really the gold standard in, in the uh, industry for it. So, you know, I, uh, I'm still a full-time consultant. Um, at some point, I'm going to transition ideally to, to this, which is my passion and my dream and stuff like that. So, awesome. um, but in the meantime, I'd like to um, put my health coach to health coaching certification to practice and, you know, figure out like what, what my coaching style is and see how, how I can help people, um, between now and then. That's super cool, dude. Um, I know full well that, uh, that feeling of, of needing the leap. So yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, what, what would your perfect day look like? Um, so I actually wrote a blog post recently on this, but, um, you know, I've really started, um, liking to, so, so first of all, like it starts with a good sleep, right? Having a good sleep, um, getting a good seven to eight hours. Some people need a little less, some people need a little more. Um, and waking up feeling refreshed is, is number one. Um, I like to work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my wife usually does 5:30 CrossFit. I usually try and do more like 6:30, um, depending on my schedule for the day. But um, I like to just you know get it out of the way, feel good, have a good day. Mm-hmm. I'll usually do some um, coffee with MCT oil um, before CrossFit. Yep, medium chain triglycerides. Take, takes a little getting used to, yeah. Um, <clears throat> medium chain triglycerides but even like putting some grass-fed butter in your coffee or whatever um i I think that like that wakes me up it gets me going um and sometimes i can last like all morning on that sometimes i'm I'm famished and can't um so i usually do a protein shake after um after after working out um and then i'll usually make it to and depending if i'm traveling or if i'm home or if I'm at a local client or something like that, I can usually make it till about 10 o'clock before breakfast. Um, Breakfast is either like a kettlebell kitchen, which they're just so convenient. Um, Yes, and delicious. And delicious, yeah. Um, If I'm going to the client, I'll grab one of those. Um, I'll heat it up there whenever I have a break in my day. Um, And then lunch, once again, it's like a kettlebell kitchen or if I'm like home, it's a protein, a, you know, protein being chicken or steak or, um, you know, turkey, turkey bacon, sausage, whatever. Um, and I try and go as clean on these proteins and grass-fed and all natural and stuff. Um, having like a Trader Joe's right by really helps with yep. that. Yep. Um, and then afternoon, I'll usually have four meals a day, so like I'll have an afternoon you know, snack or meal or whatever, which is maybe like a, like a brown rice tortilla or some sort of gluten-free, um, type bread option with some turkey on it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, 
gluten-free bread or like tortillas, corn tortillas or whatever. I mean, you know, it's tough to go through life without things like that, in my opinion. Um, ideally, you have things like sweet potatoes or rice or starchy vegetables, but at the end of the day, like sometimes you want a sandwich. Sure. Um, and there's better options and worse options. Um, and then dinner will be a lot of protein, usually um, a decent amount of carbohydrates. Um, so I'll have like rice. I, I really feel like I sleep better if I have more carbs at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's counterintuitive. Some people say like that stores fat or whatever. But I mean, I think it's just calories in, calories out or like macronutrients having the right amount of carbs throughout the whole day. Um, do you so, have a sense of, uh, how many grams, I mean, this is getting really nitty gritty, but I like, I like diving down rabbit holes. So yeah. do you have a, um, a sense of your macronutrients throughout the day, whether or not you actually follow, um, a line of, of macros? Do you have a sense of, of where you're at? Yeah. So, um, I, um, on, on any given day, I'll probably aim for about 2,300 calories a day. Okay. Um, which is still, you know, I, I, I feel good at that. It's um, I still want to take off some weight or at least take off some fat, replace it with muscle, but I don't want to go too low that um, I lose strength and, and things like that. Right. Um, I I do about you know when I when I talk to others I I'd, I'd say like if you work out a lot do like a gram of um, protein per pound of body weight, but I, I go somewhere around like 205, 215. Yeah. So you're um, probably like 0. 0.8. 0. 0.8 or so. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then my carbs, I'm right around like 160, 170. Yep. Um, but the majority not, of that is at night. What's that? The majority yeah. of that is at night. Yeah. Yep. Like night will usually be like, that's when I'll have like rice if I really need carbs or something like that, or have my potatoes. Yep. Um, and like I'd say like 150 to 200 is like for me it's a good number. I think like the years of doing crash diets and up and down have mm-hmm. like messed up some of my sensitivity. Right. Um. So I like to keep them somewhat low, lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially given the amount of training that uh, I do or or anybody would do, you may you may need more. Um, right. So then my fat is somewhere around like 95 to 100, I think. Sure. Uh, which is pretty high. Maybe it's even like 110, 120. Um, but I try and, you know, the MCT oil, the medium chain triglycerides, yep. grass-fed butter. Um, fat doesn't make you fat. Fat is, you know, not bad for you. Um, I think that message is becoming more mainstream, but uh, it still has a ways to go to reverse all the decades of uh, bad research and, um, journalism. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and then go to bed. I try to go to bed by like 10 o'clock or so. Um, do some reading. I mean, in, in an ideal day, you, you know, no TV, do some reading, do some journaling, um, whatever kind of like, I don't want to call it meditation, but like whatever calms you down and, and wraps up your day nicely. Yeah. Um, when I'm traveling or working, I'm usually working before bed, but, um, you know, I, I mean, that's not terribly ideal. Got it. Um, speaking of reading, do you have any books that you would recommend, uh, whether it's fitness, nutrition related, or just generally, like, do you have a book that you think everyone should read? 
Yeah, so um, Rob Wolf's book. Um, Wired to uh, Eat. Wired to Eat is awesome. Yeah. That's probably my most recent read. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like uh, the um, Why We Get Fat. Yeah, uh, Gary Taubes. Yeah, Taubes. That was – so, like, I wouldn't follow everything that he says and take it – I would take some of it with a grain of salt, but, like – it makes sense. I mean, it's it's refined foods and it's carbohydrates and stuff like that, which is which is really killing us. Yeah. Um, I really like Starting Strength. It's a mm. it's a um, weightlifting book. Yep. Um, so those are really my I'd say my top three. Next, I want to read Ben Bergeron's book. Yeah, Chasing uh, Excellence. Yeah. Yeah, that's on deck. So. Cool, man. Maybe someday I'll write a book. <laughs> hey, man, you got plenty of stories for it. Super yeah. cool. You're building your story too, especially um, with your new business, which I want to plug at the very end. Um, but the last uh, question is more general. So, do you sure. what, what's on your bucket list? Um, so we went to the Maldives um, for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That was uh, so a year ago. We went there. That was really on on the bucket list. Um, <clears throat> good question. I would like to, so I'm a big scuba diver. I'd like to go scuba diving with, with great whites. Definitely. Awesome. Probably in a cage, but not, right. um, right. but yeah, um, that's definitely on there. And then skydiving, I, I think it's something scary, but I'd love to do that sometime. Yeah. That's awesome. If you're a diver, um, I'm not. It's always something that I want to get certified in. But when we were in Iceland, we oh. uh, swam. So we ended up snorkeling. But there were plenty of divers um, yeah. below us that um, at this place called Silfras, which is a um, natural. Um, it, it's a divide between the European and North American continental plates. Oh wow! And it's filled with natural um glacier water so it's this basically uh a crevasse that's filled with water so side to side it's probably i don't know 50 feet from you know from left Uh to right wall but then it's you know let's say 150 200 feet deep Um, oh wow and so you swim through it um and because it's glacier water it's incredibly clear you don't you don't feel like you're in water because you don't have any sense of of depth uh from from the water there's no salt or anything and so you feel like you're floating and you can also drink it because it's glacier water oh that's cool so you can just take out your regulator and just drink water and then yeah you know that's awesome but it's um I didn't know anything about it until we did it, and then uh, from what I heard in the diving community, it's uh, a, it's on a lot of people's bucket lists. So there's oh, wow. no, there's like barely any, you know, animal life because it's so cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's full on wetsuit, but. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm sure it's frigid. I'd imagine. Yeah, it was it was just hovering above freezing. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. I'll have to put that on the list. Yeah. Super cool, man. So um, the name of your business is Performing Nutrition. Yep. Right. Where can people find you? So, um, performingnutrition.com 
uh, is my blog website. Um, you know, it's still in its infancy, um, but my Instagram handle is Performing Nutrition. I just changed that over, um, launched that kind of yesterday. Cool. Um, new year, new name. Yeah, holy smokes. Lots of changes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the goal is to, to start small with the nutrition thing, and then who knows where it'll go. Um, you know, I'm, I'm open to whether it's supplements or, or whatever. Um, but I just want to be kind of like in the industry and, and I feel like it's kind of like shooting that aim, um, figure it out as you go. So if someone, um, was basically you're looking or, um, people looking to make changes in their life related to nutrition, need some nutrition Mm -hmm. coaching, um, can reach out to you and, what you have, uh, I imagine different packages of um, like one month, three month, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, so really, what it is is, uh, you know, if you if you hire a health coach, um, you kind of have an initial consultation um, or nutrition coach, or or even some nutritionists do this. You have an initial consultation where you go through your history, um, talk about what your goals are, whether it's stop having caffeine, lose some weight increase your performance, whatever. Um, and then you set up a program and it's, it's usually every week or every two weeks you meet, um, you talk about progress. Um, we come up with some tips. Um, we, you know, start you off with the right types of foods and the right macronutrients, um, to track and eat. Um, and, uh, you kind of go from there and you, you course correct as, as you need it. So it's really personalized nutrition, um, which in my opinion is what has made my story successful is figuring out what is right for you and then tracking it and having accountability and stuff like that. So awesome. Very cool. Well, there is, I was writing down some things that I feel like we need like a part two and part three, like traveling and eating. Cause I know you travel a lot for work and, and I did too for my last job and how to handle that whole jungle and then um also this career leap and which i feel like we'll have to wait a little bit to make sure yeah. you know that that goes through and all but um yeah i don't want to take up too much of your time um so i'm gonna let you go but uh stay on the line and um yeah. i guess do you have anything else i guess as the parting words no. i i i uh I'm happy to be here i'm glad you uh glad you invited me to be on the show and and stay tuned hopefully um you know, the next time we talk, it'll be, it'll be a little bit bigger and, and yeah. more budding of business. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Cool. Thanks, John. Thanks. Hey, folks. Thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at CrossFit Kana, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, email us at info at CrossFitKana.com. Thanks and have a great day.